Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along as we embark onto the 5 o'clock follies the most heavily commuted and as a byproduct, the most heavily congested hour of the show. Great to have you along. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. All you need to do is give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And my email address, Bob at 1063WORD.com. Let's get right to the phones because people have been patiently waiting to join me beginning this hour in uh, Anderson with Ken. Hello, Ken, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on, Bobby. Yes, sir. My uh, pleasure. All, all, the, all the conversations and, and digs and stuff have been covered pretty much throughout the, about the debate. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've not heard anybody uh, make comments on is that several times throughout the debate, Biden was really slurring his speech. Yeah. Like, like he, yeah, it was evident that he was uh, medicated in some way. And he also has that same slurring problem on this whistle stop that he's, uh, tour that he's on. The, uh, the train tour today? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, also, when you couple uh, that, when you, when you couple that, uh, Ken, with... Uh, all the comments about the way Biden's eyes looked, uh, it, it makes you wonder if the speculation uh, by some physicians, uh, even beforehand, uh, talking about the, the medication that could be provided that would uh, alleviate some of the cognitive issues that Biden has displayed on the campaign trail. It, it makes you wonder if they didn't pump him up with that stuff. Well, I wasn't going to go there, but he looked like he was a grown-up version of the kid playing the banjo and doodling banjos. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did have a few more teeth. Uh, they weren't his own, but he did have a few more. Well, they were his. They were paid for. <laughs> well, that's that's true. <laughs> long as he paid for them, they're his teeth. Thank you, uh, Ken. I appreciate it. <laughs> I had a question for you, too, Bobby. Oh, yeah, sure. Go right ahead, then. Uh the people that's getting the mail-in ballots, uh, what happens when some, the ballot disappears or they never receive it or whatever? They go down to vote, 
they cast the vote, and lo and behold, here's their name coming up where they voted for the opponent. Do they have any kind of cross-reference on that, or can somebody just mail in the ballot and then go down and vote? I think if your mail-in ballot has already been received, uh, that uh, you, you cannot go then to your polling place and vote again, either as a measure to ensure that your vote is counted, uh, because it would, of course, uh, be a second vote by the same individual. Although uh, those rules may not apply to Democrats. I, I understand that. <laughs> but if that would happen, would not the in-person vote take precedence over the mail-in vote? Uh, if, you, if you went down to your polling place on Election Day and said, I, I mailed in a mail-in ballot, but I'm not sure it made it, I believe the procedure would be they would allow you to do a provisional ballot in the event that your mail-in ballot was lost, then the provisional ballot that you cast at your polling place would be used. I think that's the way it would work. Okay, but I, uh, that's almost what I'm asking. Yeah. Uh, what if you go down there and say, hey, I never received my mail-in ballot. You know, I need to vote, but I don't want, you know, this vote. I want this vote that I'm doing in person to be the one to count. Yeah, it, and it would be. In, in the circumstances you're describing, the ballot you cast at your polling place would be the ballot that counts. Because uh, this whole thing just scares the daylights out of me. Yeah, I know. Because as the guy from New Jersey who's been involved in election fraud for decades talked about, it's not the ballot itself. Some states do have more protections on the ballot, but many do not. And he talked about how you can just take the ballot and run it through a copy machine and make as many copies as you want. The key right. to the ballot fraud is getting the envelope because those do have an identifying mark on them. So what they'll do is go to senior citizens' homes, uh, steal as many as they can from apartments or other places uh, to, in an effort to get the envelope so that they can then insert their own fraudulent ballot in the real voter's envelope and mail it back. And that's only one of the many ways they go about committing fraud. All right. I thank you for your time and keep up the good work. Will do. Thank you very much, Ken. Good to have you here. Easily is my next stop. And Kathy is next up here on the Bobby Mac Show on Thursday. Hi, Kathy, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby Mac. Good to talk to you again today. My pleasure. I just wanted to ask if anybody um, thought it was kind of the wrong person that they were asking about white supremacy when they were questioning Trump. Mm -hmm. Nobody, why didn't somebody ask Jim Crow Joe about all of his segregation activities and um, comments of using the N-word 13 or 14 times in one uh, sitting and um, also talking about not wanting his children sitting up in school with those people. Right. Uh, because, because, because there's one set of rules for questioning Republican candidates and another for Joe Biden. Exactly. Yeah. I was thinking maybe Trump, with, you know, the way he was doing too, that he might blurt something like that out, and I was hoping he would. Well, but Biden, Biden uh, has a history of saying, 
racially inflammatory things. It goes back decades where he talked about yeah. uh, the, the, the uh, people from India working in 7-Elevens in Delaware and saying, you know, you, you can't even uh, go in there unless you have a slight Indian accent. Uh, if that's not a racial pejorative, I don't know what is. But, of course, you know, if you're a Democrat, you're allowed to skate on all this stuff. Oh, yeah. But it would have been, you know, I, I just, there's two more debates coming, and I, I got a feeling somebody's going to get race in this again, and hopefully it'll be directed towards Biden, even if Trump has to do it himself. Now, Trump did a pretty good job, I thought, in the first debate of getting under Biden's yeah. skin. And, and that's what oh, he was yeah. trying to accomplish by constantly interrupting him. Uh, and, and eventually, uh, he's going to get Biden to reveal himself as the angry jerk uh, that he truly is. And, and, when, and that, I think that's one of the things that his handlers are concerned about. Joe Biden is not this uh, Mr. Nice Old Guy, Mr. Everyman. Uh, he's, he's an angry old white guy who is a, a big-time jerk. Yes, he sure is. And but, uh, uh, Trump I gets him to... We yeah, we Yeah, we, I think we shall see. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate it. Good to have you along. Uh, 14 after 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show, in on the text line 71307. Hey, Bobby, enjoy your show as always. Thank you. Next debate, they need to get Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson, a true conservative. We all know it was going to be biased with Cyrus Wallace at the helm. Signed a faithful listener. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Bobby, I just wish our president would have been a bit more quiet. Is it true that an attorney does not want his client on the stand so that he or she doesn't hang themselves with their own words? Well, I think... uh, Trump had a, it didn't just happen accidentally. I think he was trying to get under Biden's skin, and I think he accomplished that. And by the same token, uh, does anybody have any question about who was in control and who was dominant in that debate? Uh, Bobby, why doesn't uh, Tim Scott spend more time doing the people's business instead of chiming in on all things perceived as race-related? One-trick pony. Signed, uh, South Carolina Duke. Uh, hey, Bobby, just saw, heard the uh, ad for uh, Jimmy Clyburn uh, for uh, Jamie. Uh, Jimmy Clyburn, of course, well-known for picking winners, isn't he? <laughs> Quarter after five here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quick break here and then right back and more of your calls are on the way as we cruise on here in the 5 o'clock Follies on Thursday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back, 521, bumper to bumper, <laughs> and uh, nose to tail, apparently, if you're out there on uh, the interstate, is all backed up uh, forever. Uh, coming up on uh, 22 after 5 now on the Bobby Mack Show, as we go back to the phones, uh, let's go to Anderson and bring in Yvette on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Yvette, welcome to the program. Hey there, Bob Mack. Hey, how are you? Great, hey. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Uh, I was calling about. Yeah, I was just calling um, to say about how unfair it was with the moderator. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And what was your opinion on that? Uh, my opinion is that uh, Chris Wallace is a registered Democrat and moderated as one. I hear y'all now on, um, and so what, what is your like outlook on, uh, is it the Proud Boys? Yeah. Yeah. The Proud Boys. Uh, they are and, anything but a white supremacist organization, despite what the, uh, hardcore leftist at the Southern Poverty Law Center may say about them. Uh, they are headed, uh, by a Hispanic from Miami. Uh, you know of any white supremacist groups that, that have uh, Hispanics as their leader? Not that I'm aware of. No, me either. <laughs> so it would uh, it would be a surprise for sure. Uh, thanks, Yvette. I appreciate the call. Good to yeah. have you here, sir. Uh, let's go to Greer next and bring in Richard on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Richard, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby Mack. Good afternoon. I'll try to make this as quick as I possibly can. But No problem. Like everybody else, I think I was very shocked when I heard uh, Mr. Biden kind of disassociate himself with, you know, the Green Deal and some of the people and everything. Mm -hmm. He said it was going to be his his agenda, his way, and all this stuff. Well, I got I got thinking about that a good bit, and I come to realize I think maybe that was a plan because Trump, you know, responded, "Well, you just lost, you know, half your base and, and this, that, and another." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe that was planned, you know, that, you know, underlying way that they know that, you know, Joe Biden is not going, it's not going to be his way. It's not going to be his deal. You know, we'll let him get by with saying that. He can bring back some of his base by thinking that, plus make some of us Republicans say, well, you know, we got this tied up. He's yeah. lost half his base. Yeah, you know, we stay home. We don't vote. Whatever. There, there may be something to that. In in that, you know, they they may have sent out advance 
heads up warnings to AOC and uh, Ilhan Omar and, and all and Schumer and Pelosi and say, you know, look, uh, this is the general election now and I have to be more mainstream. So I may disavow the Green New Deal and the manifesto and uh, uh, ignore uh, any criticism of uh, Antifa and, and BLM. But don't you guys pay any attention to that because you know who I really am. But the problem, the problem with that, though, is how do you filter that down to their base? Uh, You know, if they come back later and say, well, Biden was only kidding about, you know, he's the head of the Democrat Party and he's he's not going to have a Green New Deal. He's going to have his own energy deal. Uh, At that point, how do they know who to believe? Yeah, well, I just, you know, you know how they are. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're going to try anything they can to win this. and. And, and more, you know, more than maybe getting their base is making us think that there's no way he can possibly win because he's lost all his base, you know. And I just don't, and that would be inconceivable to happen. But that's what I worry about. Yeah, but I, I think, uh, I think it, it accomplished uh, a message that that Donald Trump wanted to convey, uh, which is that uh, Biden is, among other things, wishy-washy. He'll support the Green New Deal when it helps him in the primaries, and then he'll disavow it in the general election. And uh, how do you trust somebody like that? Thanks, Richard. That's a good question. I appreciate the call. 26 after 5, Katie is next up here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Katie, and welcome to the program. Hey, sweetie. First off, ask your people not to get on I-85 going south. Yeah, or... or... It was just going across the 14 Bridge, and when I was on Pelham Road seeing the firemen trying to get onto the freeway, it was just a nightmare for them, too. Yeah. And that was an hour and a half ago. Oh, boy. For the firemen. So it's not going, you know, if it's that plug, it's not going well. Yeah. But, 85 is uh, just uh, historically yeah. uh, really bad. Well, yes, in a word. <laughs> um, the whole, I heard the Clyburn ad for the first time today. Yeah. And Impressive, I, right? I absolutely wanted to throw up, (laughs) came came close to it. And I'm going to come back to something I've said, is that if you have to go back to, not Wikipedia, but various Facebook posts, uh, various news posts to find out the information you need about a candidate because he isn't bothered to telling you the whole truth about his background, and then he looks good, smells good, and dresses up nice. Right. As Biden it, it, said of Obama, really, yeah. I, mean, I was taken, and I like a pretty face. He does have a pretty face. I'm frustrated as I'll get out with the duplicity there. Well, I, and, I think um, uh, I, I think uh, Jamie was selected because uh, of his uh, resemblance uh, to Senator Tim Scott, and they figured there'd be some confusion there. Well, there's a difference between Tim Scott and, and Jamie Harris in the fact that one actually looks good in the suit and the other one looks like a turkey. Gotcha. So, um, I had something else I wanted to wander on, and now it escapes me. So, have a good day. You too. Thanks, Katie. I hope you have a good day, too. Let me quickly get Esther in here. She is in Powdersville. Hi, Esther, and welcome to the show. Okay, I'm going to make this quick. Uh, Seems like we always get the short end of the stick when it comes to a moderator. Yes, ma'am. So, my suggestion would be, why can't Trump pick his moderator, Biden pick his moderator, Trump's moderator gets to ask Biden the questions, 
and Biden's moderator can ask Trump his questions, and then they each get to <laughs> respond two minutes after the responses. Esther, you've been thinking about this for a while, haven't you, hon? I have. It's, 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 I'm sick of these moderators being on, on the other side of the fence. That's a uh, that's I mean, a brilliant suggestion. Why, why, I would I would love to see him employ that. Why why can't why do you have to have just one moderator? Good question. Well, there have been debates in the past where they had more than one, uh, usually uh, separated by gender. They'd have a man and they'd have a woman. Right. Uh, but you know, if, if if they were gonna get somebody from Fox News, uh, I noticed that they didn't get, for instance, uh, Greg Jarrett. Who really would have oh, asked? Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, they yeah. they got instead the guy they knew uh, would perform right. the way they wanted, and they got the result they intended. Absolutely, but it would be much more fair if Trump got to pick his moderator, Biden pick his, and then let the moderate question the liberal, and let the liberal question the, I mean, let the uh, conservative question the liberal, and let the liberal question the conservative. True enough, true enough, Esther, but you're overlooking uh, one important point. You mentioned the word okay. fair in there. Oh, and, yeah, and as yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. Yeah, as, as you know, yeah. Esther, fair and politics rarely collide in the same sentence. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's too easy, too. That's just yeah, too easy. Absolutely. Thanks for the call and the okay, suggestion, well, Esther. It, Good to have you here. 5.30 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, Annie is ready to update the news. I'm right back on the other side, and more of your calls are on the way here on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. 537 now, 23 before 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. If you had any doubt in your mind, and I don't think anybody does, based on the Gallup poll results released today that shows that uh, one-third of the American people have no confidence whatsoever in the media's reporting, uh, the Associated Press has issued new guidelines for reporters which will assist them in covering up leftist violence. And we've got mobs of these violent left-wing nutjobs roaming the streets of American cities uh, for months now, terrorizing the people that live there, uh, beating people to a pulp, shooting police officers, assaulting people in, the, in their vehicles. But 
Uh, the lamestream media doesn't want you to know about it. The AP has issued guidelines which are closely adhered to by many so-called journalists dictating what words are politically correct and which words to avoid. Uh, this uh, just came out today. Uh, this from the AP Style Book. New guidance. Use care in deciding which term best applies. A riot is a wild or violent disturbance of the peace involving a group of people. The term riot suggests uncontrolled chaos and pandemonium. Focusing on rioting and property destruction rather than underlying grievance has been used in the past to stigmatize broad groups of people protesting against lynching, police brutality, or for racial justice going back to the urban uprisings of the 1960s. The AP dictates that unrest should be used instead of the word riot because it's less their word emotional. They point out how great the words protest and demonstration are because both words can technically refer to violent or peaceful gatherings alike and help gloss over the violence. So, peaceful protesters, order of the day. To the phones we go. Let's bring in Dan. He is uh, next up here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Dan, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. The, that young lady that just called a minute ago, wow. Yeah. <laughs> she is on her game. I, I, I hope my wife isn't listening on her car right now. <laughs> I just fell in love with that young lady. She well, I, I, I think, uh, I think uh, your uh, significant other will catch you some slack on that. Right. But boy, that was a brilliant idea. Yeah, it was. And that funny. Was really, <laughs> it, so that's actually kind of what I was calling about, too, was all the fussing. Everybody saying, well, Trump was be being too loud and too abrasive. So uh, today I was listening to Kaylee McEnany's um, press conference. Right. And if you listen to that and you hear the way that they treat the press secretary and mm -hmm. they just talk over her as she's answering, giving the, the reply from the administration. They want something else. They got to have something else. And it's fascinating. Just report what she's saying. If you disagree with it, disagree with it. And it's so this, did, did you watch the Chris Cuomo thing with, um, Oh, the, Senator, oh, with, uh, with, uh, from, uh, with Ted Cruz last night. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it? Uh, I watched. I didn't see it live, but I went back and looked at the video. And if you missed it, uh, Ted Cruz read Chris Cuomo, the riot act, and essentially said, look, you know, there was a time when CNN uh, actually did real news. But Donald Trump has made you guys heads explode. And now you just are 24 uh, seven anti-Trump all the time. And, and I think that's accurate. But the arrogance that Chris Cuomo was showing mm -hmm. during the entire interview, Ted Cruz was so cool about it, and I, I would have, it would have been like me on Pelham Road right now. I would. <laughs> Ted Cruz was cool about it, and that's what I think most Americans are starting to say: is, wait a minute, we don't need this garbage. People telling us what to think. We know what to think, and, uh, and that's one of the things I love about Trump is 
he speaks for us. And that's what, so early this morning, um, who does the 10 o'clock hour? Uh, Vince, oh, Vince Coakley. Vince was saying, yeah, so Vince was saying, well, he thinks that Trump is becoming like a monarch because he's the only one that speaks. He's the only one that speaks because nobody else is speaking. Right. Right, yeah, it, it, you're, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're, thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Uh, it's a valid point. It is Trump against the world. Pretty much, it is Trump against the world. And and in terms of you know interrupting Biden, yeah, I get the point about if you let uh, creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer ramble on, at some point his cognitive disconnect will come in. Like I would have loved it uh, during the debate where Biden was essentially accusing uh, Donald Trump of having murdered 200,000 people with COVID-19, as if he set it loose in America and not the Chinese. You know, I I would have loved it if uh, President Trump had just let him go ahead and talk about 200,000 people dead from COVID-19 and then come back and said, well, Joe, which number are we using today? Because just last week, you said 200 million Americans died. So which is it, 200 million or 200,000? You can't even keep the numbers straight, Joe. And you say that you would do better handling COVID than, than we've done? But again, you know, it's easy to, to Monday morning quarterback. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's easy enough to do. And when you're up there, uh, when you are... What's, what's the phrase from uh, the great poem? When you are the man in the arena, uh, it's, it's substantially tougher. But I thought that uh, his, I mean, he had to interrupt for one thing to be able to defer all the lies that Biden was telling. I saw a fact check today. Biden told 33 separate lies during the debate the other night. So, you know, at, at some point, I guess interrupting is the only way to be able to uh, to get your point across. But anybody have any question about who was in control of that debate? Okay. Uh, we have worked our way around to today's quarantine. Haven't had one for a couple of days. Uh, it is based on the sad story of a quarantine traveler in New Zealand. He was so fed up being locked up at a two-week mandatory quarantine hotel the man tied bed sheets together and escaped out of the window. He did this on day 12. He only had two more days to go, but he had maxed out. Uh, now he has been arrested and is singing a new song. Is the year 2020? And I can't Hotel Quarantina, today's uh, quarantine. It's just, uh, 
ruining uh, humanity day by day. 14 before 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back here on Thursday. Well, there is a reason uh, we call the 5 o'clock Follies the most heavily commuted and heavily congested hour of the program. I just hate it uh, when we end up uh, proving it uh, to the nth degree like today. Uh, Nine before 6 o'clock as we go back to the phones, let's head to Anderson and bring in Roger on the program. Hi, Roger, and welcome to the show. Hey, hey, Bobby. Appreciate you getting me in. Yes, sir. Uh, Well, Hey, real quick on Tim Scott, and if I could say something about the debate. I saw Tim Scott run into the microphone at the Olympic Dash Speed today to criticize the president. And he, his quote is, I'm very concerned about these uh, statements Trump made about uh, about white supremacists and uh, about the Proud Boys. Um, Tim Scott is, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Trump has denounced all these things many times, completely denounced all hate groups. Uh, designated the KKK as a terrorist group. But if if Tim Scott's going to do that, if he's going to play the game and accept the media narrative, which is already strike one against you, Tim Scott, if you're going to play the I accept your narrative game, then Tim Scott at least turn around and say, but in the same breath and sentence, I condemn and call on Joe Biden to denounce and criticize Antifa and these other groups who have done all the violence, who have done all the burning, who have ripped apart every city they've gotten their hands on. Tim Scott, if you're going to criticize the president in the same sentence for breath, you have got to go after Joe Biden. Because if not, all you're doing is giving the Democrat Party talking points. And all this is about, uh, Bobby, is trying to hurt Trump with his growing popularity in the African-American community. It I agree. Is nothing more than that. Yeah, it, it is. is and and, and, and it, at, at its best, it could be described as pandering. But your point is very well made, Roger. If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. In the first place, uh, the, the Proud Boys are anything but a white supremacist group. They're headed by a Hispanic man from Miami. I don't know about you, but I don't know too many white supremacist groups that have a Hispanic leader. And the other aspect of it, you already mentioned, the president has on multiple occasions, more than two dozen, uh, spoken out against the KKK and white supremacist groups and all the rest. But look, you've got Tim Scott, uh, who appears to question uh, the president's stance on white supremacists. All he needs to do is check the record. And, And you're right. Uh, if he's going to be critical of President Trump on on this, and it would be unfair to do that because the president has made his position clear, where's Tim Scott commenting about Joe Biden and his support for BLM? You you don't find it. It's not there. And all day I've been hearing about Tim Scott on Fox News. Right. And what they also had on there, what they also had on there on the Bill Hammer three o'clock show, I got to see it when I got home. He had a live interview with Chris Wallace, registered Democrat yep. and longtime, longtime friend, a cocktail, elbow-rubbing buddy of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They're both swamp creatures. Right. It's more, look, 
we talked about this several times before this debate. There was no question that he was going to help Biden out sure. and do everything he could to not let Joe Biden make a fool of himself. Right. And I'll be honest. I've heard other people criticize Trump for this. I, I, I agree somewhat. He could have dialed it back. He was running hot. But, Bobby, I watched the debate live. And then after the debate the next day, I went back and I, I just thought to myself, why did Trump get so hot so fast? Mm-hmm. Something triggered him. And then, Bobby, in the very first exchange on the very first topic, Joe Biden, a man who Donald Trump, he does not respect Joe Biden, and he no. doesn't have to. Right. He, does not, he doesn't have to respect Joe Biden. Joe Biden, in the very first exchange, called our president, Donald Trump, a liar. Right. Who, in that exchange, he said, you, you tell lies and you're a liar. That's exactly what he said. Donald Trump, folks, if y'all want to go back to the days of Republicans cowering and shivering like uh, McCain, Bush, Romney, Ryan, y'all mm-hmm. can have them. I'd right. rather have a guy who, when he's attacked, and when he's called a liar and names from the get-go, is not going to sit there and take it off the Metamucil man, Joe Biden. <laughs> he shot it right back at Biden. Look, and it's Chris Wallace's job, not Donald Trump's job, to follow up and ask questions and get Biden to clarify his positions on the court, on packing the court. And that's what that first issue was about. Yeah, the manifesto and the Green New Deal you know, and all the rest of it. Absolutely right. Deal. Absolutely right. And and Chris Wallace knew that his job was if great. Biden if Biden started to go off the rails to interrupt and make sure that he got back on, give him an opportunity to compose himself, and and by the same token to deal Joe Biden a whole card when he needed one to fill out his hand. And I I think he fulfilled both those jobs more than adequately. Thanks very much, Roger. Great good call. Appreciate your being here. One more to go. Bonus hour is still ahead here on the Bobby Mack Show on Thursday on WORD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.